1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. In a relationship, never underestimate the power of date night, especially when it means sharing a movie at Marcus Theaters. Get tickets now at MarcusTheaters.com. Let's get right to the music news with our music expert, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you guys? Good. All right, Graff. Lay it on us. Plenty of stuff happened overnight. Overnight. I mean, you know, so much for uh, best laid plans of what we were going to talk about this morning. Uh, what I sent three texts this morning saying, hey, there's this, that, and the other thing. I almost... Yeah. Well, I'll start start with this. I was on the verge we'll of go from there. I was on the verge of blocking you, Gary. You were sending so many texts. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, and I didn't mean I didn't mean to send that one picture. That was an accident. <laughs> so, so hopefully, you'll be able to get that out of your out of your mind's eye uh, at some point. All right. Um, well, anyway, first up is yeah. The big news is Meatloaf, of yeah. course. Uh, passed passed away late last night at the age of seventy four. Believe he was uh, at his home in in Nashville, and according to the Facebook post with uh, his wife and family members by his side, this comes as something of a surprise. He's had health problems, uh, specifically for back surgeries. But I'll tell you, I spoke with him just this past October. He was in town for a Comic-Con, and he was laying out all the stuff he had planned for 2022. He was going to record a new EP. He was planning to do some live shows. He had a game show in development with ABC and ITV overseas. So he really was, uh, you know, after a period of of health issues, it sounded like he was really ready to vamp up. Well, he's had to stop shows. We've seen the footage of him having to stop shows because he was not well. No, no. Mm-hmm. You know, he had, there were back issues. There were, I don't know what do you call it, gastrointestinal issues over the years that limited his ability to sing. At one point, he was going to go out and do a a meatloaf show with Caleb Johnson, who was the American Idol champion a few years ago. He was going to sing the songs, and meatloaf was going to tell the stories Hmm. and kind of emcee the show. So, you know, there was a lot lot that went on, but I got to tell you, he sounded like he was pretty fit and raring to go. Uh, when so I talked we, to him in October, do we have a cause? We don't. We know. don't. We don't yet. Um, there are a lot of things being bandied about that I'm. I'm not even going to comment on because they are just that being bandied about. But hopefully, sometime during the day, he's got a um, good interview with Dan Rather on the big interview. That's, that's, that, that's pretty interesting. And there's another one just about Bad Out of Hell that's on Axis. You know, like the making of the album. Yeah. Uh, about Bad Out of Hell. That's uh, that's that's pretty interesting. Oh yeah, and there's and there's all my stuff too. So yeah, so <laughs> but uh, but no, he was. Uh, listen, this this is a loss because he, you know, he was he was more than bad out of hell. Um, interestingly, began his recording career on Motown, of all things. Uh, his very first album was released by Motown. So you know, I mean, there's a lot to this guy. All the acting that he did. Uh, you know, he really was a lar- larger than life in so many ways. Well, you know, when you say he was, he looked well enough, uh, you know, to to sing last October and all. I, I mean, he put a lot into his tunes. He was a, uh, you know, the whole oh, those, those opera the, thing. Yeah. Those were yeah, those were demanding songs to sing, and he yeah. had he just had a huge. He had a voice as big as he was. First time I ever saw Meatloaf, I thought it was a joke. Saturday Night Live? Yes, he was the okay, musical yeah. guest on Saturday Night Live. I looked it up. Christopher Lee was the guest host. It was season 13, or season 3, yeah. episode 15. It was 1977. 
and I saw him. I they went to our music yeah, meatloaf, big sweaty and guy I heard, with a tuxedo and on I heard and them a say, handkerchief. I heard them say meatloaf, and I thought this is this is a joke, right? Uh, Nobody goes by meatloaf, and you know this is before. I mean, they were kind of ahead of the curve on meatloaf on Saturday Night Live at that point, right? Because the album wasn't hadn't hit yet, really. No, right. They no, they booked it early on. He was pretty well known and connected in New York by that time. He had he had gone from Hare in Detroit to Hare in New York and established himself on the theater scene. And then just with the you know he used so many New York you know kind of top shelf players as part of as part of Bad Out of Hell. He was just kind of well known. So in the what would be the Saturday Night Live circles. You know, they they were ahead of the curve with him, and then, to their credit, had him on before everything blew up. I yeah. think, uh, you know, there was a single out already, but, you know, it was definitely before it became uh, the mega seller. He was the first was. lead singer I'd seen holding a kerchief Well, he was unlike hand. anything else that well, was going he on. Used, yeah. yeah, and he used that right. kerchief. Right, because he would sweat like a he, bastard. He, he, yeah, he, and, he, and he did. So, uh, okay, not dead, but the tour but, is on hold. Adele had a very Adele, tearful yeah. minute and a half post yesterday. Yeah, how would you feel if you had tickets to opening weekend in Los Angeles this weekend and maybe had already flown in? Well, that's what and, she was crying about. She said, I'm so sorry for all of you who have traveled. We yep, we thought yeah, we so could it, get it together. And Yeah, so Adele basically yesterday announcing in, a, like you say, a tearful video on social media that she has to postpone the Las Vegas residency. She said that they've been absolutely destroyed by delivery delays and COVID, delivery delays caused by COVID. She said half her crew is out with COVID, and they just weren't able to get the show ready and up to a an acceptable standard in time for it to open tonight. So you know, equipment what, delays, like yeah, equipment delays. Know. They weren't able to get uh, whatever it is, props and whatever mm-hmm. it is they needed. I'll tell you what, though, if I were Adele or handling Adele, I would look at her and say, "You and your pianist, get your asses out on stage tonight for anybody who came in." I was going to say that. What if she would have said, "Look, we can't give you the whole show, but I'm, we're going to do a show. Here we are." Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, Gary, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think they should really do that because listen, she's about the music. You know, she as much as she puts on a beautiful show. You know, the selling point with Adele is you know she is not J Lo and she's not Britney and she you know she it's about her and her voice. So go do. I would think they have the music together enough that right. she could get up there with some players and do an hour. Don't worry about the stuffed gorilla you want on stage right. or whatever then, else the props might be. But and then, and then give everybody their credit for exactly. you know a future show. But go do a show. Um, yep. Is this? Are we hammering Adele right now? We are. Are, are we? Well, we are. You know, I are, mean, we're we're lightly hammering. We're we're hammering her with a rubber mallet. But I but hand. I agree. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I thought, man, she sold all those tickets. Couldn't you yeah. just scale it back a little bit and just yeah. go? Do what you can. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that had she done that, someone else would complain that. uh, Us. We would probably complain. Well, she didn't put on her big show, but. Listen, maybe she'll do something. Maybe she'll do something nice, like quietly and semi secretly. You know, hey, if you're in bed, you know, send a note to the people with tickets. Listen, if you're here, meet us. You know, come to the theater at this time. Don't tell anybody. We're going to sing a few songs for you. Okay. Maybe right. maybe they'll do something nice like that. So we'll we'll stand by and see what they come up with for uh, for her tour. I guess. Uh, yeah. No. She she says they're going to announce the rescheduled date. Now they weren't 
posting them crying uh, uh, anywhere, as far as I know, but Rage Against the Machine had to. Rage postpone. Against the Machine doesn't cry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but no, they are postponing their. Uh, <laughs> if they, they rage. <laughs> they rage. Uh, but they're postponing. They're making some of their fans cry, though, because they're postponing their spring tour dates for this year. This is the third postponement in a lot of these cases and instead are bumping the tour back to later in the year opening july 9th at alpine valley uh that'll be the first date of the tour now and they're going what's the date on alpine valley it is july 9th okay all right and then they're they're postponing everything that was scheduled from march 31 to may 23rd and uh, they'll announce them for later this year. And they say, you know, of course, all tickets will be honored and refunded once the new dates are announced, if refunds are necessary. And yeah, we're going to turn up the rage a couple couple degrees. I hope so. Because you had to I wait a little longer. I think you need it with those guys. Yeah, those, those guys bring it. Okay. You all know, right. they, they have always brought it. So, I, think Adele, yeah. I think Adele will bring it when she gets when she, when everything she in order. Yeah. yeah are they exactly. giving her or are they bringing it? <laughs> <laughs> That is always such a great debate. Give her, yes. give her, they, or, they give her. Yeah, no, they bring it. Hey, ABBA yeah. came to a settlement with the uh, with their what their impersonator band, yeah, the tribute did. band, whatever you they want were, to call them. They were suing the British tribute band ABBA Mania uh, for trademark infringement and you know and for what they called parasitic and bad ba- bad faith behavior as a tribute band. Basically, what happened is this ABBA Mania had been out there doing stuff and now abba's back as it were you know they put out the new album in november and they're doing these weird shows uh come spring so they weren't so sure they wanted an, an abba tribute band using the abba name out there so they sued them and apparently they we're gonna come... do our hologram tour you guys can't right. be out there you can't, they, you can't they, be abba anymore were they so, really counterfeit kind of things were they dressed in alike and uh and, well yeah yeah no, they were doing well, they were doing styles. the tribute they were doing the tribute band thing and abba clearly didn't mind as long as you know they were selling some abba records yeah. by being abba mania but now that there's an abba out you know it's different rules so mm. they've apparently reached a formal agreement the terms have not been disclosed, but one of the attorneys uh, did tell Billboard magazine that ABBA Mania is going to change its name. I don't know what to, but they, that, you, that was part of the agreement. How do you get across the idea that you're a ABBA? You take you know, one of the song titles, maybe, maybe or Shmaba. Yeah, Dan- Dancing Queen Shmaba. I like that. Yeah, or, or, or you call you call yourself you call yourself Bjorn and Benny or something. Like uh, that. Yeah, they yeah. might be hitting the little coast to home. Oh well, no, you know, I, I I don't know. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a trademark attorney. I only play one on TV. You know, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you have Taylor Swift on the list this morning because Eric was down in Key West last week on vacation, and he said. Uh, he saw a bunch of celebrities' houses, Taylor Swift's included, down in Key West, and you said it dwarfed all the others, right? Yeah, Mark? it's a gigantic house. Yeah. Well, wasn't that you in that that social media picture with her that we saw? I mean, it was a guy from the back. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I was hanging out, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. having some uh, green crab with her. Part, but, party on the beach. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but Rock said her Key West mansion is way bigger than anybody else's. Well, would it, would it yours if you were Taylor Swift? Well, do uh, you have the square footage on the Tina Turner place? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we just had that story. Yeah, did you but hear that, that one? Uh, what about her place in uh, Switzerland? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's like a small city. 240,000 square feet. Yeah, yeah. but it's 10 buildings. 
Yeah, it's okay. On, they all it's have on to be like clean, uh, half a zillion acres. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got a pond, a river, a dock on the Lake Zurich, yeah. but it's 10 buildings. But well, last good time, for her. Last, good for her. Last time I saw Tina Turner, it was that documentary that was on HBO, right? Uh-huh. And uh, they, that's where they filmed part of it. Her Part of her interviews were in that estate. And she has trouble getting around now. Yeah. So a 200... That's why you'd want a huge place if like you that. Can, <laughs> if you can afford a place like that, you have a you have a team of Nubians that carry you around. Okay, yeah. so she's not going to get up and have to get a Coke every time she wants one, which I, is a 10-minute walk to the refrigerator. I, I, yeah, I, I'm sure she I'm sure she is. Well, I'm sure that that, that estate comes with plenty of servants. Sounds like a 10-minute walk or otherwise, through but, the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. But where we started this was uh, Taylor Swift has been named the global ambassador for record store day which is taking place april 23rd she's been a solid backer of vinyl and you know she totally totally is and she is the first global ambassador usually various countries have their own ambassadors the u.s has had a pearl jam brandy carlisle in the past but taylor is the first global ambassador and she's saying she's going to have some sort of new music out uh, for Record Store Day. In the past, she's put out some limited vinyl edition of one of her one of her other, you know, previously existing music. Uh, this year, she says she's going to have new music. How's she doing on her whole re-recording project to, um, she's uh, to eliminate Scooter Braun from yeah. any discussion? She's got two out, and she's working on the third one now. Okay. And they sound good. Is, you know, Scooter, is Scooter going broke? No. <laughs> Oh come on! I don't think that was a serious. <laughs> you question. got you know, you know, you got. I don't. I don't either. But yeah, had to give it the appropriate answer. Here's a weird one. Ed Sheeran is building a crypt on his British estate. Yeah, and wouldn't you if you were Ed Sheeran? I guess this is this is not a crypt for bodies or ashes yet. Um, apparently, he wants to build this underground crypt, a six six by nine foot chamber. He calls it, and that's it's going to be used for meditation, contemplation, and prayer. It's going to be lined with flint, and, you know, there will be a spiral staircase leading, you know, to to the main estate. Uh, This is a $5 million estate uh, he has in England. It's been called Sheeransville. By the uh, by, the locals, and it also has a pub, a gym, and a wildlife pub. Kind of like we have Jetersburg. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I doubt he or has a crypt. Tina Turner's place. Right. <laughs> Tina Turner dwarfs small, right? Uh, well, that's, you know, okay. it's, it's the standard by which we're all judged. Ed just doesn't seem to me like a guy who would crawl down into a hole in a spiral staircase he, and be he, in a room lined with flint. He just seems more happy, ketchup-eating. Yeah, well, well there's, yeah. A reason, there's a reason there's a pub there, too. Okay. Well. I mean, I'm sure contemplation may be contemplation about whether it's the, you know, <laughs> The Guinness dark or the black and tan. Yeah, on a logger. What's this? Uh, what's this Mick Fleetwood show that he's producing? Well, we're not. You know, we we don't. We haven't, of course, seen it yet. But uh, but we will in the in the coming year. So he has signed on to produce a new series called Thirteen Songs, and it's about a an aging rocker uh, who's going to. I think has, has a name. Uh, Jagger Jasper Jones is the name of the musician. And he's been diagnosed with a terminal illness that's given him only a few months to live. So he's this the characters seeking to reconnect with his band to produce 13 final songs, hence the title, 13 Songs. Uh, Mick Fleetwood's going to be involved in the creation of the music for that, as well as being a producer of the series. It's going to be on Fox 
no actors have been attached to it yet. Kind of like what Warren Zevon did, but only it was a documentary with his last album. Right, and hopefully this isn't. Hopefully this isn't that Mick Fleetwood is. This isn't Mick Fleetwood's own story. Hopefully this is a, a work of fiction. All right, where do you want to finish today? Well, we're- we you know we've been keeping tabs with all the artists who are selling their <laughs> music catalogs. Next up, Kenny Chesney. He sold eighty percent of his. Uh, royalty rights to hip, who the Hypnosis Song Management. Uh, they're based in the UK. They they they've been the leaders in buying up these catalogs. They have uh, they have a bunch of them, and now they have eighty percent of Kenny Chesney. What does that mean that uh, uh, they he sold eighty percent of the money that he'll get from any? Uh, well, song, no, eighty percent of the rights. Of, so so Hypnosis will be representing Kenny Chesney's catalog, uh, for the most part, okay. in, you know, synchri- synchronization rights, movie so, use. So he didn't use. say, you can use these 80 songs, but these 20 I'm It's not like that, myself. no. Okay. But, you know, basically, uh, basically, you know, they're the, they're, they're the managing partnering, and Kenny is the little voice in the background, you know, who may be able to say no. If uh, if something comes up that he okay. doesn't like, and well, then they'll negotiate it, I'm sure it'll be a highly cooperative arrangement. If he sold eighty percent of the existing stuff, what about the stuff that's yet to come? You know, it doesn't talk about we uh, the terms of the agreement haven't been disclosed. In most of these deals, though, it does cover what's to come. Okay. So, right. you know, you basically, go. he's so. basically going into partnership with these <laughs> because guys. I'd, I'd hate for that okay. to happen and go. Hey, we never thought about that. Are you going to yeah, make no. more stuff? No, these are very smart people who uh, who know exactly what they're doing. Smart people with lots of money to pay with Kenny lots, Chesney. With lots of money. All right, uh, Gary, we're many of them, I was going to say many of them are publicly traded. Uh, we should point out to people. David Bowie started this thing rolling, he too. Did. Remember, you could buy stock in David yep. Bowie. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, now they're just selling their catalogs. All right, we're out of time, Gary. All right, best wishes for the Packers this weekend. How do you Thank feel you. about it? How do you feel as a neutral observer? I, I, I mean, I, I'm picking them. Okay. Okay. I like that. Okay, the music guy says bet on the Packers. He used to be a sports guy, so he's not like some clown. There you go. So you know. All right, Gary. We'll talk to you next Friday. Take it easy.